Rejoice in the Lord always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Jane Austen's most loved work, Pride and Prejudice, we are introduced to the marvellous, yet unsettled, Mrs. Bennet. Mrs. Bennet is, at all times, concerned and burdened. Burdened with worries and doubts and many mental preoccupations. Her nervousness is usually concerned with the future, specifically the future status and reputation of her daughters. The concerns she has are on one level quite understandable for an early 19th century mother of five, but on another reveal her personal struggles and her individual vulnerability. In one particular discussion with her husband, the aptly named Mr. Bennett, whose dry use of sarcasm lovingly mocks Mrs. Bennett's worries, we receive an interesting exchange of charge statements, which go something like this. You take delight in vexing me, Mrs. Bennett said. You have no compassion for my poor nerves. You mistake me, my dear, said Mr. Bennett. I have a high respect for your nerves. They are my old friends. I have heard you mention them with consideration these past 20 years, at least. Mrs. Bennett is vexed and nervous, and her husband is the self-professed companion to her anxiety. Anxiety is something which many people struggle with, and increasingly so, it seems. It has a debilitating impact on its sufferers. It distorts their perceptions of reality and challenges a sense of proportionality in the emotional response to their circumstances we might become anxious for any number of reasons. And it's good to acknowledge that any situation can trigger a different response in different people. This time of the year in which we observe the weeks of Advent is for some an unsettling time. The days are short and the light is dim, the dark, and the cold seem to reign unchecked. The atmosphere is unnerving. On top of this, the challenge of Advent can prompt uncomfortable self-reflection, and through the music and words of our Advent liturgies, we might encounter the theme of judgment. A world-renowned counselor and author, Etkart Tuli, best known for his work, The Power of Now, once mused, can we look without the voice in our heads, commenting, drawing conclusions, comparing, or trying to figure something out? Akin to Mrs. Bennett's worries, this, on one level, seems justified, the modern mind at work, but on another, says something of the sheer magnitude of the daily judgments which we confront. The constant bombardment of judgment weighs upon us. 
the doubts, the second guessing, the complexities of self-worth, the perceptions of others, the trends of the times. It's almost impossible to navigate this without feeling at least a little bruised and worried. However, we would be wrong to translate this experience of what it is to be judged in relation to that which is exercised by God. The judgment of God evokes a plethora of responses. For as our readings suggest this morning, the judgment of God is not nearly as narrow nor as fearful as perhaps perceived. The prophet Zephaniah and St. Paul together state that we should not despair, but rejoice, and rejoice always in the Lord. Unlike Mr. Bennett, God is not the mocking companion of our anxieties, nor does he seek to ensnare us further with the shackles of guilt and shame and self-loathing. It may indeed be a gloomy time of the year, and our hearts might be beset by terrors. But the call of Advent is not something which causes us to flee in the dark, but announces the arrival of the light. God is coming amongst us, not as a fearful dreadlord, but with the gentleness of a loving father. God's judgment upon us is born out of his love and compassion for us in all our anxiety, worry, and the burdens we face. He has judged that he will raise us up. This is his promise, his verdict, his action, his commitment to us. The theologian David Bentley Hart wrote, God's freedom is the impossibility of any force interrupting his nature. God cannot be interrupted as we can. And it is this immovable force, this sure foundation, which is our true companion, and he is near at hand. So let us then be secured by God's judgment, not unsettled. This judgment, which is his desire to renew us in love and rejoice over us always with gladness. Safely secured, we might just discover a peace, a peace which surpasses all understanding, a peace that will guard our hearts and minds from despair. And let us rejoice, rejoice always, as we are gathered in by the Father and prepared for our happy home with him. Let us pray. Almighty God, who is our light and our salvation, come among us, we pray. Receive our prayers and comfort our restless hearts. Renew your church in grace. Establish your good reign in the lands of the world and in the realms of our hearts. Restore the sick, console the grieving, receive the dead, and at the last, raise us up rejoicing with you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.